So I typed in uh, Singapore Privilege. You guys also can type in uh, uh, Singapore Privilege in Google. And all the articles, right, that showed me are, are related to race. Being Chinese in a multiracial Singapore by Straits Times. Uh, Vice, what privilege, what privilege looks like in Singapore. Is, uh, being Chinese descendant in Singapore breeds a particular kind of blindness. Hi, welcome to another episode of Mark and Hari Show. Today, I have a special guest with me mm. and it's called Ramdan. So how do I get to know Ramdan is basically, he's a friend or a colleague that I met when I was working in Universal Studios Singapore. And yeah, that was the last, that was like what, six years ago? Six know, years? Six years? When did we... When did 2000... We 12, 2011, 2012. Yeah, so it's around six years. Oh, so no. after that, I think we parted ways. And then I was doing this podcast series and he was interested, I guess, in this like uh, platform of the podcast. So Ramdan, tell me more about yourself. Okay, so yeah. hi guys. Um, well, my name is Ramdan, like Harris have introduced me. So uh, we're the same age, 25 years old. Yes, and you're 1993. I'm 1993. Yes. I'm 94, so yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> so I'm one year older, 25. And um, just a quick, quick background uh, introduction about me is that I work closely with the sports industry, ah. youth, uh, events. And um, yeah, me and Harris, we were in Universal Studios actually. So we were part of this like VIP, we do Halloween, that uh, kind of I think stuff. Like, like tours and events. Yeah, right? tours and yeah. events. So uh, back, back then, we, I won't say we were as close, close. We were just like associates, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yeah, and I, I'm just looking through uh, his videos, what he has been doing, and just got interested because the values that he so-called talk about is also about the same values that I wish to also spread the message out there as well so that's why I approached him lah. so yeah yes thank you for the introduction uh, for, for, for those listeners uh, I don't need an introduction lah, so I guess you guys know <laughs> okay you, yeah um, now today's topic we are going to talk about privilege so mm. Ramdan mm. in your own words what do you think the meaning of privilege is in my own words yes. okay uh, this is not by Google it's by me <laughs> <laughs> I will link privilege with advantage okay. alright I will, I will link privilege with advantage so basically I, what I understand by privilege is that uh, what kind of advantage do you have uh, an upper hand in your own life uh-huh. you know so it's like um Okay, we don't have a checklist when we are born, right? Like, yes. okay, I wish to born as a white man, Chinese man, Indian man, Malay man, you know. We are a born, woman. Yeah, a woman or gender, <laughs> whatever it is. But uh, we are born and when we come into this life, what kind of advantage or upper hand that we have or in this case privilege that we have in our family? Mm-hmm. You know, some people are born with a uh, wealthy or family. Some perhaps are born... Um, in underprivileged, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, family where it's broken family, divorced parents, that kind of stuff. And um, and in this world, like it or not, 
um, some skin colors may may have the advantage of certain things in the society. For example, like if you know, we we'll just look at Western life. Last time, back in the past, perhaps the white man might have advantage over the black man. You know, or uh, in Singapore, you know, you might have uh, people may think Chinese the majority might have uh, advantage over the Malays and Indians. So it's what kind of advantage you may have to help you succeed in your life. So that's my general idea of what privilege is. That's a very um, lengthy <laughs> definition and yeah. also examples of uh, privilege. Yes, yes. for my which understanding. Is, yeah, which is also very accurate. So I googled what privilege means. <coughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> it's, it says a special right, advantage, right, and all immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. So privilege, right, is usually towards a certain type of people or group. So mm. for example, like you say, right, inside the Western world, right, mm. the whites have more privilege uh, last time. And then like in Singapore, like if you are the uh, majority, so in Singapore, the majority is the Chinese uh, race, right? So you have more privilege or have like more advantage. So like, then I, I was trying to research about uh, how... Initially, I didn't want to talk about race. So I typed in uh, Singapore privilege. You guys also can type in uh, uh, Singapore privilege in Google. And okay. all the articles right that showed me are, are related to race. Being Chinese in a multiracial Singapore by Straits Times. Right. Uh, Vice, what privilege, what privilege looks like in Singapore. Is it, uh, being Chinese descendant in Singapore breeds a particular kind of blindness. Okay. There's so many articles talking about Chinese privilege, which yeah. is something that I think not a lot of us, not a lot of Singaporeans, right, like to talk about because it's like a touchy subject. Oh, you guys yeah. are like privileged. Then like for, for the majority, for the Chinese race or in any other countries, they are kind of blind to the privilege that they are given to. So it's like, for us, right, in Singapore, what, Ramla, what do you think, like, the privilege that... Hmm, I don't know if I should ask this question. <laughs> Fuck it. So what do you think that the Chinese race has a privilege that not the other races have? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Shoot down, pump up. This is just an opinion. Uh. Yeah, so just, yeah, yeah. Honestly, f- with this kind of podcast, try to take it with a grain of salt. We are only thinking from our perspective. Me and Ramdan are Malays. We are min- minority. Not saying that we are. We have our own privileges and not privileges, but this is our opinions about mm. this thing. Mm. So if you take it, take it with a grain of salt. If you don't take it with a grain of salt, that's your problem, not ours. Okay, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, there's this underlining where um, perhaps that... Uh, because this is just a Malay perspective, lah, yes, since yes, we are, we are Malays ourselves, yes. right? Um, there, is, there is that kind of privilege that uh, perhaps the majority Chinese may have mm-hmm. in terms of uh, education, mm-hmm. in terms of um, getting first-hand uh, certain things like, you know, uh, maybe HDBs or perhaps uh, even in the army, mm. you know, it, it's very, even if they, you know, people don't um, acknowledge it or people don't actually say it out, uh, but it's quite obvious, mm-hmm. you know, whereby mm. my opinion is that uh, whenever it's like senior officers, I was a senior officer myself, yeah. right? I was from Tekong, from SCF and then uh, I moved to SCDF, but I was still uh, a senior officer. But 
the way I see it, my observation was um, it's very clear cut where we can see that the Chinese has the upper hand in terms of being senior officers and we could see it now and then um, just see it now and then in the military background, right? Uh, how many or how much senior officers are Chinese and, and Malays uh, and Indians and it's very obvious, you know? And um, But of course, uh, majority is it's it's Chinese here in Singapore, so there's there's always that kind of privilege that they may have lah, because minorities may not be might might not have much say in terms of this kind of stuff because in any society majority always wins. Yes, of right? course. Majority the always wins. The number yeah. yeah. But um again, uh if if you ask me, we should always have uh equal share of certain things. Like if the Malay can succeed and shows proven records of themselves, they should be given an opportunity as well. Yes. You know? Quality of opportunity. Yeah. So it's not uh, do not look at it as skin. Look at it in terms of records. Mm. Then I will say your okay. Results, I would yeah, say. your results, what your your character wise, uh your portfolio, what kind of achievement you have achieved. Mm-hmm. You know, because personally, um I am a Malay but I am I may not be the Malay Malay typical Malay that you think I am. Marie. You know, like Madre is Lepak Bawa Block. No no no. I mean I acknowledge there yeah, there are some people are of like my that. Malay communities of like course. that. Right? But there are some of us who's also trying to achieve in life. Mm-hmm. Right? And again again this is what kind of privilege from the beginning like I see, you know, because unfortunately, um the way I see it, because I work with youth. Mm-hmm. And I worked a lot with youth underprivileged when I was uh, two, three years ago. And I always see that the, the kind of segmentation that we always have, the Malays are always in one corner, right? And the Chinese is always in one corner. And that itself is already an upper hand for people, you know? And because environment plays a huge part. Yeah. And yeah. If, we, if we don't do changes to certain environments, uh, the ripple effects will just continue and continue and continue. Yeah. And nothing will change, in my yeah. opinion, right? If you don't do anything, nothing will happen. Yeah, and so the problem will just only grow. Correct. Yeah. Back to you, back to you. Back to me. So I guess my opinions of what uh, Chinese have, Chinese privilege in Singapore. So for me, uh, I would say like I will come from a point of view of like what, what I've read online. Basically, like there are events in Singapore that has triggered a lot of people. So the first one is a very obvious one that I think is still occurring. Uh, back in the days where we want to find jobs, right? We would go to the newspaper, right? Yeah. So a lot of the newspaper job postings, or I mean now online also, there is a... Uh, they will... Uh, it's actually... You are not allowed to say, oh, we prefer uh, Chinese, Malays or Indians. Uh, but you know what they, they put it? We prefer Chinese speaking. And then oh. some, some non-Chinese people can speak Chinese. Chinese. Okay. But then I've read this article about this Indian guy who wants to uh, work in this company. I, I, I don't remember what company. I'm not going to say it anyway. Lah. So uh, then he, he's actually quite fluent in Mandarin. But the company didn't want to hire him. But he fits the qualifications or the requirements that the company needs. So I guess that's like a, another way for companies in Singapore to hire their preferred race. That's one example. And it came out in the news. The other example was, there was an event 
I did not rem- I remember like I think it was like a food fair kind of like bazaar event, right? That mm. happened in Singapore. Then I I saw I saw the the advertisement on like trying to get our stalls to be part of their food fair in some mall. I forgot also. Okay. Then uh, one person asked, "Oh, we are halal uh, halal store or something like that, right? Uh, can we participate?" Then they said, "No, only only Chinese stores are allowed." Then I'm like. What and it blew up in the internet. Have you have you like? No, I, this is my first. This is yeah, my yeah, first time hearing about time. this. So, yeah. so it came out also in the news, and it was kind of funny lah. Then they were like, "Oh shit, we shouldn't have said that." Something like that. So the way they phrase it was wrong, and then people blew up. And it's like, what? We didn't know that we are like like that. So it's like, yeah, it actually happened in Singapore. It, uh, it, it happened okay. in Singapore. Okay. So, um, and then the thing is like this kind of like news, right? It was just. Be hot for a while, and then it will just disappear. Yeah, yeah. There's no like yeah. occurring action. So like, and and I realized that for like Chinese privilege, I would say like I read this paper about uh, why like are Malays lazy. I think that's the title of this paper. It's a qualitative uh, research on the difference between the Malays that succeed lah, who goes to university, and the Malays who don't. Mm. And then they see the the difference between mm. the races. So the the people who tend the Malays who tend to go be more successful than they are and their counterparts, right? They usually hang out with uh, Chinese uh, Chinese uh, friends, lah. Yeah. Or the others uh, mix around with the other Malays. Okay. So the Chinese are, I guess, more privileged in the sense that they are more driven to succeed. Mm. So the like you say, uh, the environment uh, really helps. So like if you if you, you tend to have Chinese friends, right, uh, from the research itself, it says that you tend to have a better uh, lifestyle or outcome, uh, mm. which I see from my point of view because I I think I have a I have more Chinese friends than Malay friends, uh, and, and I guess I I broke out from my no, poverty mindset cycle. Changed, yeah, my mindset yeah. changed. Like I always I always want to achieve more. That's my mindset, uh, But mm. I haven't like explored the other side of the Malay community, la. And so like for, back to the Chinese privilege. Uh, and also, there's another paper that uh, is being pu- is published uh, that says about uh, why Chinese people are able to be are able to score very well. So you see in the statistics, right? Uh, for PSLE, O levels, even A levels, right? The Malays has the lowest passing grade for all of the examinations. Uh, and from the paper, it says that uh, Chinese people are more focused into their education. The the parents have expectations and will give them tuition, uh, so they have that privilege in a sense that they are forced, they are forced to work hard to meet their parents' expectations, and then moreover, uh, in Singapore, have you heard of a Malay school? You have right, it's called Madrasa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. religion school, religious yeah. school, right? Then we also have Chinese schools, so yeah. Chinese schools are and the Chinese schools, right? Tend to be more competitive. Okay. And the Chinese school has more funding. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, once yeah. they have yeah. more funding, okay. right, the privilege they are given to the children are more, la. are more. Yeah. And then not and from the research that I've read from the same paper talking about our Malays lazy, right? It says that for the people 
for the uh, parents who wants their children to be in their top school. And the top school in Singapore is usually Chinese uh, independent schools mm. because their founders or their alumni are people who are quite yeah. wealthy, right? So they pump in money inside the school. So they try very hard for their kids to go into that primary school. Yeah. And it all starts from primary school. Mm. That's my belief. Uh. It all starts from primary school. So once you go to this very good school, right? You tend to actually perform better, better in life. Yeah. yeah. So like you have neighborhood school. I think we are from neighborhood school. Yeah, right? I am. I am. I yeah. Am. So neighborhood school, we don't have a lot of privilege. Mm. That's mm. from my point of view, lah. We don't have a lot of privilege. It's like yes, we do have like activities here and there, lah. But then I had our exposure is exposure, not there. Yeah. Yes, For, that's the word. Right? I, I went to. I won't say the school, lah. I went to this like Chinese school. You can guess, lah. Then. Uh, I was teaching programming. Oh my god! Like their holiday programs are packed with activities. Like, like they have so much activities that they can do. Mm. Then when I look back, when I was in primary school, right, there ain't a lot of activities that <laughs> I did. Yeah, okay, maybe okay. maybe it was the time, but like, if I were to compare from my experience in the neighborhood school and from uh, teaching the 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 Chinese schools, right, the top Chinese school, right, they are really very privileged. They have a lot of activities and. And I would say, like the teachers there are also being paid very well. So, it's, yeah. so, so the community is there, and yeah. then, and then, and it creates, and then this thing like the elitism uh, problem. Mm. So it creates mm. elitist, mm. elitist from the people who graduated from the 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 school, and because this creates connections. Because you, how you get connections? Uh, sometimes people uh, go back to their school, right? Yeah. And then they talk, and then when they grow up, uh, they meet up, and then they create connections. So the connections that you make <laughs> in a primary school also will help in your career, uh, in your success, uh, either yourself or for your kids. Yeah. So it all starts from there, and sadly, the majority in Singapore it's Chinese, lah. Yeah. So that's, I I I think I talk a lot, ranting <laughs> <laughs> about this uh, Chinese privilege. So now there's also another thing I want to ask. Yeah, go ahead. Malay's privilege. Malay's privilege. Yes. Um. I think we can answer. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, what kind of privilege do we have? Yeah. Um. Okay. So let let me let me talk from my experience. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, while while you think about it, so uh, for Malays, right? Uh, I'm not sure if it applies to the other races, but for me, I was coming from a poor family background. I would say low SES, uh, not financially. Uh, I won't say unstable, but not financially enough for uh, my family to have to support themselves. Uh. Okay. So I had help from schools, the government, and such. So like the help that I was given was quite a lot. Like they give uh, textbooks. Uh, back then, yeah, they give uh, school uniforms, uh, all that. So you have subsidized, yeah, subsidized. Then what I realized that the the needy people in my school, even though uh, okay, back then in primary school, uh, I won't say secondary school because the the population of secondary school, uh, the Malay population of secondary school is very little. I can count with my hands. But I would say from uh, primary school uh, perspective, there there are more Malays. Uh, I would say like there were more Malays who were in need of help. Mm. Yeah. Then after that, oh my god, it's a fly here, guys. <laughs> yeah, there's it's a, a fly, fly here. here. <laughs> so then, when when I go to like when I come to realize that uh, there's this like I guess a self help group called Mendaki. They they will actually sponsor you almost to a hundred percent on your education, lah. 
So since primary school, I didn't, I didn't pay for my school fees. Primary school, secondary school, and even poly. Yeah. Then, then if I were to go university, I actually would get 100% subsidies because of my family situation. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, but I didn't go to uni. I just work law. Yeah. Ah, and then that's also another problem uh, for the Malay community. From what I've observed, lah, is that uh, when you're like in the low SES, uh, this is from my 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 life experience, ah. When you come from a low SES family, right? Your main concern is money. Money is yeah, always course, your main concern. Yeah. So so the thing is, right? Uh, like if you don't have anybody to guide you to say, hey, you should study first rather than work first, right? Then you tend to work like after I don't School. know poly yeah. or like yeah. Then then they don't know like how much an education can actually help them break out from that poverty cycle, lah. Yeah. So I would say Malays have a privilege in the sense of they have a lot a lot more help. Yeah. yeah because you have to understand that uh, human beings, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you just look at the basic Maslow hierarchy, yeah, you know, we have to settle our basic needs first. Yeah, that's and our base. Our basic needs here in Singapore have to admit, you know, food, water, and money. Because yeah, if yeah. you don't have money, you can't, right. you can't purchase anything. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, I mean, you don't want to die, of course. So, um, it's because uh, no, I'm I'm not from a low low privileged family, mm-hmm. but and that's also because the reason why. I realized that I'm not is because I'm the only child. Ah. Okay, and um, being the only child, I don't think my parents have that uh, much more much problem lah to support me like. Yeah. So I took that advantage mm. because when I realized okay I'm the only child, my parents will be able to support me in terms financially if I were to go further into my studies. Mm. Mm. If I can tell you honestly, if I have maybe. Two, three siblings Or maybe four, five Like a typical Where people say Well, Malay must have A lot of children one <laughs> You know But if I have That kind of uh, Family background oh, Then yeah. I will yeah. say I perhaps might need Some mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, My family has You know Four or five children Supporting uh, My grandmother My grandparents That kind of stuff mm. But fortunately for me So You know Bless myself uh, It's I have, I'm the only child So That's my privilege mm-hmm. But because I'm also from a neighborhood school and I mix with a lot of people here and there and again um it just it just seems that the norm here is from the from the past la, just like like you said, most Malays uh, have fundings to help them and there's a reason because because uh we are not wealthy or families. No. You know? Uh, and I don't know when or but it started all the way to my opinion like, it started all the way from the past where somehow uh, our ancestors or perhaps maybe our lineage were just not working hard enough mm-hmm. you know uh, okay. to sustain a living or mm-hmm. you know uh, we're not entrepreneurs that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, and of course it leads back to the time now where perhaps uh, because you can see right right in front of your face uh, money is a big thing here Yeah Right And just now I, I remember when you said that uh, You compared yourself To a neighbourhood school Into a private school Where perhaps This private school Has a lot of funding mm-hmm. And towards that It will lead to exposure mm-hmm. Towards that It will lead to knowledge mm-hmm. It's exposure Knowledge Networking mm-hmm. You know You connect with more people mm-hmm. Your life tends to be I would say uh, 
being laid out there perfectly for you to if you want to take that success. Yeah, but that whereas, path that they yeah, created for you. But whereas perhaps those underprivileged families, I'm not just only saying Malays, perhaps yeah, Indians yes. are there as well. And there Chinese are Chinese are as well. If you come from an underprivileged family, your your life tends to be harder, and you have to keep knocking on the door to keep mm. pursuing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if if you don't have the mental capacity mm-hmm. or the stamina itself, mm-hmm. uh, people just tend to give up. Correct. Yes. Because yes. the situation and the circumstances is just not there for you. Correct. And and uh, it depends also on how the community or the society tries to balance it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is a saying the rich is getting richer yeah. the poor is getting poorer yeah. so what are we doing <laughs> to minimize that gap yeah. are we doing anything that's the yes. question I'm asking yeah. uh, are we just uh, don't give it, don't give a shit la, right? <laughs> because the rich is getting rich there and mm-hmm. they live a good quality of life mm-hmm. where the underprivileged is just continuing to be underprivileged la, yeah. right? so my question is, are we doing anything like if, if this is an issue like here in Singapore yes, or perhaps true. In, in any of the uh, countries or what? Like, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I think um, in terms of are we doing anything, it's that the Singapore has been uh, supporting in my, in my own eyes. Like, I think they have been supporting uh, the ones that are at the bottom of the, I guess, population. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bottom, how many percent? Like. It's just that I feel like this is my perspective also la, and this is my opinion la. Uh, and it's also I guess backed up by psychology if you give like there's a there's a saying and uh, if you give a f- fish to a man he only can live one day if you um, teach him how to fish he will fish for the rest of his life oh, like yeah, yeah, okay. so the thing about the government is that they are very helpful in terms of your financial needs yes, the correct. thing is they will give you enough for you to survive yes. but the thing is you have to work hard enough to do it and then like I mean for me I don't really like to look into the past for me I look into the past to know what happen and such like you say about our, our ancestors I don't know if it's that, that's true or not it's just my opinion yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. just your opinion yeah, that's fine I respect that it's just that um, we have to look into the now and what we can do yeah, yeah, from then on uh, it's interesting uh, because like I also wonder like why my community is not like as as like because in terms of like uh, income right uh, this is like from 2015 or 2010 statistics like um We've, we've grown a lot we as a nation our GDP increased but then in terms of like uh, our income according to our race right the Indians and the Chinese are on similar levels but the Malays are still at the bottom mm. so it's like money has to be softer that's what the government already have thought okay we have to give as much not money la, but support as needed so now that like I guess now we we are good enough to like survive it's just that whether you want to like work or not and then that's where the problem lies when you give too much to the help to the needy because yeah. they'll be dependent yes correct. so so like for me I would love to like talk to the policy makers of like help it's like basically <laughs> I was like thinking right like okay like uh, from from the statistic that I mean, if we will have to have more Malays in university, it will help. Mm. That's, that's, I guess, a fact. So, like, uh, if, if I were to go to university and then I... Then, like, for example, uh, as, a, as a guy, we are both guys, right? After NS, what, what's our plans next, right? Yeah. Either we work or we go to uni. Some of, my, some of my friends go to uni, some of my friends work. So, what if they go uni? They will have more income, right? That, that's a fact, right? They have education, they have a degree. So, like... Um, 
then the thing is the small percentage of like uh, Malays in university was very disheartening and then you look at the Indian race and the Indian has more even though they are like the actual minority of Singapore so it's like what uh, what, what happened because in polytechnic uh, polytechnic is still okay if like if you go to polytechnic uh, you could see like the mixed variety of the races uh, which is okay but when you go to university it's like where, where all the Malays go you know that kind of feeling you know so for me what I think is that uh, if we still s- I think an- another way to put it is that we should like incentivize Malays right to go to university and uh, like after their four years or three years of their degree right we will pay them back instead of oh we subsidize first oh, that's a, a solution that you yeah. can try so to it's come like, up with it's like, like a carrot okay. on a stick kind of thing okay. so they are looking forward towards that 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 that, uh, that price uh, no matter yeah. what and, and it has been proven also uh, I just watched this video about you know the native uh, Americans in uh US yeah. I mean they are the, they are now the minority but they are the ones that actually originate uh, the ones the original people of the, the, the land there so there's this like uh, this community leader uh, the Native American leader uh, for them high school I guess it's like their diploma or what, I, I don't know what's their education system uh, but they follow a similar like similar uh, solution I mean, I, I got the idea from their, their, their solution. So, they, they realized that the Native Americans youth, right, they didn't uh, graduate. So, what they do is that, okay, we're going to give you a lump sum of money, right, at the end of your graduation, if you pass the first time. Okay. And then they see an increase of people going to high school uh, and graduating. Okay. Don't care whether it is for the money or not. I mean, once they get their education and knowledge, right, and then the money, they do whatever they want. Right? So, it has in terms of numbers has uh, has a drastic uh, improvement towards the education of the native americans there but they have a, another problem they give too much money and you give to youths the youth have the say towards the money and the parents don't really care so it's like oh you have i think they they are given like a couple of 200 100 thousand dollars oh freaking a lot of money so a lot of them work very hard to get the money but then after that they just stop they don't go to university so oh, that's my plan like okay. a lot of our, I think from our experience, right, or from my experience is that a lot of people want to go to polytechnic. Now, now there's the trend. Uh. People like, want to go to polytechnic rather than JC. You can see all the JC trying to merge and the polytechnic still remain the same. So it's like, um, so like after polytechnic, right, we should like incentivize like the people who really, uh, like want to motivate them to finish university. University is not easy. So um, with that like in mind, like, oh, I'm going to have a, um, I ha- I'm going to have a capital at the end of my education. Then, once they go through university, university has a lot of, like, programs that can help them. Oh, you should try entrepreneur. Oh, you should try uh, do social uh, in- intro- social enterprise or something like that. Then, because with more knowledge and education, right, you will tend to, like, oh, why not I just start a business? So, why not I, I look for a job? With a degree, looking for a job, you have much more income. Yeah, you have resources. Kind of la. Yeah, so with that motivation, right, this is what I think uh, is that uh, for Malays or for those who are in need, uh, just go through uni and then get a lump sum because you get motivated. Because, like, oh, if I fail, then I'm not going to get the money. So, they are like, they are in the pressure because, like, I guess. For, for my family uh, uh, for the rest of the Malay community we don't really have a lot of pressure to uh, go through education I mean that's my that's my point of view lah. so the only one that can like pressure is either yourself or the external factors that can pressure you something like that so like for okay. example money lah. like oh if I get like 100k after like 4 years of studying right would, would it motivate you that kind of thing lah. 
So I guess for me, it's just a policy change of the help. We have a lot of money. We are helping, but it's just that how we are helping will affect the attitude of people towards education. Good yeah. point. Even though, even though. I, and honestly, if you say it's all about the money, yes, it's all about the fucking money. If you're poor, it's all about the fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, like, that's not... Because, like, like you say, it's the Maslow hierarchy. Like, the business is food water, your survivability. If you don't meet this, you can't, you can't go above. Like, you cannot find a relationship because the first thing in your mind is like, oh, should I spend more money? Then if you want to see... If you want to look for the purpose of life, then you'll be like, I don't have food on the table. So it's like, yes, it's all about the money. I mean, in this era, it's all about the money because the money is the medium towards the base of the hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Right. So, oh my God, that was a, yeah. That's a long, (laughs) long, long 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 by Harris. Harris. I mean, uh, it seems that he's he's talking uh, based on his point of view, of his life expenses that he has uh, undergone. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess like, as, honestly, as a Singaporean, right, do you think we are very privileged? I'm not even saying privileged. Huh? Do you Actually, think to be honest, uh, I mean, I, I personally do complain certain things about yes. Singapore, yes. That's fine. But if we all look at the bigger picture in life, um, Singapore is a, is a very good brand in the oh whole world. Yes. Right? And we have, to, we, yeah, we have to admit that our education is one of the top in the world. Yes. Our... Um, facilities our healthcare mm-hmm. our our the whole environment of singapore even if it's a small country we we are not suffering as much mm-hmm. as uh, other countries that we are aware of mm-hmm. you know uh singaporeans has a lot of privilege mm-hmm. regardless whether okay this is not no longer about malay chinese or indians yeah. right but we have a lot of privilege mm-hmm. uh, we have established a lot for ourselves mm-hmm. uh in 50 years just in 50 years right half a century and like it or not believe it or not if you go out there um, you know uh, to the Southeast Asian countries or to Western world or even America if you say you're from Singapore they will acknowledge you they'll say oh you're from Singapore you know Uh, it's a good brand Mm-hmm. Because we have achieved such quality in life, yeah. uh, during such short, such short years, <laughs> right? And if you travel a lot, I'm sure uh, most of us have the ability to travel now and then. Yes, oh my god, yeah. You know, you go to it's any Southeast Asian country, you will see the privilege itself. Like, oh yeah. wow, our our MRT system that we are complaining about is much more better than most countries, you know. Yeah. Or our healthcare, we are. Instantly, within half an hour, we will get a healthcare help mm-hmm. for, for us. Oh my god! Okay, I'll let, okay, okay, let me let me sidetrack for a while. So actually, here right, uh, I went to the doctor. Right, just uh, I had some uh, pain on my on my feet. Okay, in total, including uh, getting get, getting my number to doctor consultation and then paying. Right, it all takes less than freaking 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh my god! It's so fast. Eh? So this is the efficiency that we're talking about in yeah, Singapore. Oh Our quality quality of life is mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I personally myself think that we are complaining is also because um, we may not have the uh, experiences such as our ancestors whereby they have lived a, such a hard life. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we yes, have yes. lived such uh, an easy, easier life like, anyway. Yeah. So we won't have that much uh, adversity in life. Like, oh, okay. mm-hmm. So we, a bit, a bit we complain. Uh, yeah. right? But problems. the reason also we complain is also because we want to constantly improve. Yes. That's a, okay. Yep. And that is that's important. True. But at the same time, uh, okay, like, this is just a, a bit of wisdom. 
at the same time we have to look at our privilege and we have to be grateful with what we have correct, correct. if we are not grateful we will always complain and complain mm. and we are just going to be a very toxic and negative person yes, in life correct. but if we complain it's because we want to improve in our life or improve the society that we are in improve the quality even further and further because that's a life goal mm. I mean you don't want to be constant mm-hmm. you want to be continuing improving then we complain is fine yeah. I, I guess but if you if you forget about the privilege that you have then you, to me you're just uh, you know asshole la, just an asshole la, right? yeah. it's like oh okay 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 <laughs> <laughs> MRT breakdown oh my god then you're just a, a snob la, uh, you then know? in India the, 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 what, the train collapse uh, 500 people die oh yes. you know, so understand that Singapore <laughs> has a lot of privilege yeah, man. but in, within Singapore itself of course we, we don't uh, minorities majorities that's another issue la, we, yeah, all, we talk course, about just now course, yeah. but Singaporeans, if you're listening right now, <laughs> you know, know that you are you have a lot of privilege in life. You yeah. know. Tell me when was the last time you don't have a meal in a day? Please just tell me when. You know, yeah or tell me when was when was the last time you, you are able to eat fast food? Yes. <laughs> you know, a few months ago, two, three years ago I don't have the money to eat fast food. Come on. You know, be real with me right now. When yes, was the yeah. last time right that you you felt s- hunger? I personally just the, the because I fast ma. Yeah. Right? That's the only time that I can feel hunger, hunger. Yes. But when was the last time you actually really down the streets begging for food? You've yeah. not been eating for four months, five months. Correct. When was the last time? Tell mm-hmm. me that. Mm-hmm. Or when was the last time you were able to take a shower? <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming. Oh my god, it's in Singapore, right? You don't even need a home. It's like there are shower facilities for free, okay? Anywhere. You go to a stadium, you go to a sports stadium, you go it's to free. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, what? And come on, you talk about water. You don't even have to buy anything. You go to toilet, you can drink. Yeah, we have clean water everywhere. Except so, for Longkang. La. Yeah, la, of course, don't be stupid. La. La. But you drink tap water, of course, you, you can drink. So, yeah. these are the small privileges that we, as humans, right, we tend to forget. We are, un- you know, uh, we yeah, we and and I I I hate that part. Take for granted. You take, take for granted. granted. I have to be honest. I hate that part. I'm mean, talking about this, right? All right, uh, sure. Like like I see some of my friends, I or some people I know, like they will always tell the world, like, oh, I've I've reached to this goal, my own. Mm. You know, I've worked hard. This oh, is shit. all me. No. And I just look at them and say, this is not all you. You you forget that. You come from a privileged family in the first first place. Mm-hmm. You have the wealth. Mm-hmm. That's why your parents are able to support you all the way to overseas and study. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you perhaps perhaps maybe you are born from a a good family name mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and you're a Singaporean, <laughs> right? And you come and tell me you you work He's hard, complaining. 100%. <laughs> and I look at them. Come on, man! You have to be blessed with yeah. what you have, and you have yeah. to acknowledge the help that you have. This is not all on you. Mm-hmm. Right, there are some people who's trying to work so hard, so hard, but like you know, I, I'm sure Harris have worked so hard in his life, or even myself, I've worked so hard that we're still struggling to reach on a certain par that mm-hmm. we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas others who has this privilege in life, so easy, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh okay, top, and then uh oh, and then they complain, oh wow, overseas studies is so hard. <laughs> Come on, man, there are some people who can't even afford to yeah. go overseas in the yeah. first place. Correct. So. Don't be a snob. <laughs> okay, to those who to be will be aware of the privilege that you have and yeah. be grateful with that. Yeah. And then with that, 
you can finally understand that you can try to help others when you achieve certain success okay i understand there are some people who are underprivileged perhaps as a community we will try to help one another so we can build a stronger community not just one-sided you know the rich is getting richer and the poor is getting poorer mm. we, want to, we want to build a, a better community and in singapore i believe that is very crucial because we need to help each other reason being because we are small we are damn we are small, small. we are little red dot and if we don't have that mindset to help one another uh, eventually we that that will cause our own destruction lah yeah right because uh, we don't want to go as a community that's the problem if it's only one sided maybe 30% 40% want to help only within themselves then the rest 70% is is struggling then uh, what's the point you know mm-hmm. what's the point of of actually um, trying achieving to so much, uh, achieving right? so much when your can your own your own people are not not uh, so called achieving as a whole as a total mm-hmm. and if, because i believe that you know if we hold hands together and we try to help of course there will be people who are who are so called asshole like just like you know trying to uh, lepak in life trying mm-hmm. to live off from uh, oh okay lah okay lah just ask for help just ask for help but regardless of that we still have to have the mindset that we need to help people mm-hmm. uh, and if you can change people mindset together that would be good lah as a singaporean lah to me lah because we need help we yeah. if I mean if we don't we don't realize this, of course in because I I realized that in Singapore back then we were all united, mm. and this is why we achieved that fifty years of success. Yes, because we try to work hard because we realize that we are small piece of shit, <laughs> you know. If you don't work hard, like our Prime Minister Lee Kuan Yew always say, work hard and work hard and work hard. If we don't work hard, we won't be on par with US. We won't yeah. be on par with the Western world. Yeah. We won't be even higher than the South our Southeast Asian countries. Yeah. and this is all because of hard work. Mm-hmm. But if now, of course, in in years to come, things get easy. Perhaps our adversity quotient gets lower, you know, and then we our mindset okay. But we have to realize that okay, we have to we have to be real at times. We have to help people. If we we know that we like, I told myself always. I remind myself, I this is a a trick I always do. Every time I wake up, I will have I will name these three things that I'm grateful for. Mm. Right, even the smallest things. And then I will always do okay. What are the three things I want to achieve today? And I will tell myself okay. Uh, even if I have five dollars, two dollars, I will try to help people. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Mm. Like because I know where they come from. Yeah. Right. And I know I want them to achieve the success that perhaps most some of us have achieved. Because yeah. I know how hard it is. Yeah. To to get through that life. Correct. Right. I have to work personally. I have to work. And study at the same time. Yeah. So I do a full time job, and then I I do a part time degree because mm-hmm. I realize that you know if I do a full time degree, where my money come at, <laughs> I know I might not have money, you know. Yeah. So I have to work and study, and that's that's the hard work that I put myself into lah. Mm-hmm. But um, again, when we I reminder if let's say we have certain success that we have achieved in life, we have to not forget the people down there because. Again, I just want to say we have to help one another, lah. You know, regardless of what privilege or underprivilege, if you have that privilege, give to the community because that will have some self fulfilling and happiness that you might want to find in life. Yeah. Because, uh, again, money is everything, but money is also not everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. Wise words from uh, Ramdan. Yeah. So, um, yes, if you are privileged and such. I mean, we all are privileged in our own ways. Of la. course. Yeah, yes. it's, it's just that we should help each other as a community. La. So like, I read this book. It's called Singapore. Can Singapore Fall? So it talks about why oh, Singapore okay. became 
so good at just 50 years and talks mm. about empires. Empires la- last usually around 250 years. Mm. So they go through different stages and we are in the midst of age of affluence. So affluence is like we are very materialistic, we are very self-centered, all that. Yeah. So after that will be the age of it's intellect, I forgot, intellect where uh, a lot say but no do. You uh, see a lot of things, don't okay. do. So you were talking about complaining, right? Yeah. So a lot of people complain. Yes, that's fine. That's your own thing. But it's just that if you don't do anything about it, uh, that you're being an asshole. You're being like a bitch, lah, basically. Like, yeah. You're bitching about things that you can't, you like, you won't do, lah. So it's like, for example, if the uh, if the train break down, one thing that you can do for yourself is to shut up, <laughs> just shut up, and then just be patient. Talk to your boss or your friend. I'm gonna be late. That's it. Don't don't complain. That's it. Uh, then after that, uh, I mean other stuff like, for example, like. For me personally, like oh, we have this like uh, un- this uh, this problem of underprivileged and privilege. For me, what I do is that uh, f- I like teaching kids, so I spend my time teaching uh, kids during the weekends. I think I've talked in this podcast before. So I teach kids underprivileged kids to teach programming because I feel like programming is a very important skills in the future, lah. So this yeah. kind of uh, skills is very important. So I spend my time to like you know change or hopefully help them in the future because any knowledge is good knowledge I mean the right knowledge la, not not any knowledge but the right knowledge is good for anyone la. So, yeah so yeah just small efforts that you do will make a ripple effect that's what I learned from Randan when yes. we first met <laughs> after six years of like uh, not talking but yeah so we do small efforts and giving back so you can be in terms of money it can t- be in terms of efforts it can be in terms of like uh, creating events it, it doesn't have to be like underprivileged it can be your community it can be your neighbours talk yeah, to your neighbours you know because last time I remember when I was young right like my neighbours were like very nice people like I remember like during Chinese New Year, my Chinese neighbors will like give me give uh, the non Chinese neighbors like their treats. Yeah. Then Dipavali the same, and then Haraya we also did the same. So it's like it was a community, a kampong spirit. That's what I think uh, the identity of Singapore is. Our kampong spirit was there, but then when we when we grow right. Uh, the kampong spirit still lives in the older generation, our parents' generation. The younger generation now have the job it, to to make a new kampong spirit. Yes, we do make friends here and there, but it's like, do you make friends with your neighbours, the ones that's the closest to you? Because they are the ones that are going to help you when in, in times, times of, of need. crisis. Yeah, in times of need and times of crisis. So like what you say, la, yes, give back to the community, no matter who, who they are. Make the community. I don't doesn't doesn't have to be Singaporeans also because we we don't we don't fuck a lot so we are declining birth rate. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we are one point three. Uh, so yeah, the replacement yeah, is two point one. Yeah. So just be nice to everyone because like Lee Kuan Yew say, is it Lee Kuan Yew, our late prime minister? He said that all of us were foreigners once. But yeah. Every one of us were foreigners once. Doesn't okay. matter if you are like inborn Singaporean or convert Singaporean we're all foreigners once so it's like we have to build this community of being uh, nice to each other being helpful towards each other like, yeah. because Singapore my opinion about Singapore is Singapore is nothing without the people yes we right. have nothing we so, have nothing yeah so that's it about of our podcast yeah privilege so we talk about the race the privilege that the majority in Singapore has the privilege that the Malay has we never talk about Indians because I think 
I don't uh, have much experience. I don't have yeah, much yeah, experience. So we won't I'm talk so sorry about yeah, that. But it's just our opinion. Just yeah. take a with a grain of salt. Uh, but the facts that I've said is all true. It's not it's not plucked out from the air. I've researched about this. I've I've read papers about this. It's a fact that we have income inequality or uh, unfair uh, uh, equality of opportunity. Mm. Uh, I've never talked about the reasons why we have income inequality. Uh, 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 unequal uh, opportunities yeah but maybe in the next time lah. so I hope you enjoy guys enjoy yeah you talk about how Singaporeans we are privileged and being being complainant bitches so just complain less think about uh, the grateful things that you have like you have a family you have a house you have yeah. food you have fast food whatever lah. Yeah. so just and, and then be kind to everyone don't be kind to specifically one type of people be kind to everyone because all in all Singapore is it's nothing for the people. Lah. Yeah, so, correct. thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, Ramdal, for your time, uh, for your knowledge and such. I hope so, to be here <laughs> again and again, perhaps, talk to you guys. Okay, so, yeah. okay, last thing. So, Ramdal, how do you think about uh, this podcast? This is your first time, right? Yeah, this is my first podcast. So, what, what, what do you think uh, about like? I think this is, is uh, I don't know, it's good. It's good for me because um, it's a simple way of just spreading message. Lah. Yes. So, yeah. And, I mean, with a good friend like Harris, you know, when the same Aww. values, same same mindsets, and yeah. they're trying to just inspire or, mm-hmm. you know, add good and positive values to the community. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a good time with you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right. And see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.